0: What is going on, Abstract Sports Nation? Welcome to episode 61 of the Abstract Sports Podcast, where we bring sports back to life by looking at the game from an abstract yet popular angle, and multiple angles, actually. Uh, we're coming at you live on Facebook as always. I am your host, Kyle Clay2K. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Kyle Clay2K. Um, also, I have a website, you can go to KyleClay.com. Check out some of the stuff that I do. I'm actually a, a designer. You probably know that already if you're listening to this. But if you're new, I'm a graphic designer, web designer, and uh, I have a little website. You can check out some of my work and send me an email if you want to have a conversation about some stuff. Uh, but before we get going here at the show, I just want to shout out a couple of recent blog posts we've got on the, on the website. Um, we're obviously always updating the, the website with the new uh, episodes of the podcast Um, I take a trimmed up version of this and put it on YouTube and I share that onto the website so you can find those on the homepage. Just go to abstractsports.com. But I I tried out a new article today, or yesterday, a couple days ago, uh, where I'm shouting out some NBA 2K content, talking about some of the game modes and just, just sharing the general information about certain challenges that they have. And it's been an extremely successful thing so far. I posted one post back on Saturday or Sunday and... On like Monday, I got 40 people that just randomly Google searched and found it and clicked on it. And then yesterday I had like 85 people or like Tuesday. The next day after that, I had like 85 people find it. So I'm curious to see what my numbers are right now. Like like right now, as I look at my Google analytics, I see a person on that page right now. So I have this crazy upward motion of traffic and I'm like, whoa, maybe I should keep doing this. Uh, but also, we did uh, just pu- publish another article today about uh, martial arts and uh, karate tournaments and how parents can go about finding those kinds of things and uh, more information about karate tournaments. So go to abstractsports.com slash blog and you can find all of our most recent articles right there at your disposal. Also, one last little note of business before we get started. Hurricane Florence is on the way. It's going to be hitting the Carolinas, I believe, like tomorrow slash Friday. Um, It's already starting to kind of show some effects over in that area. I have some friends over there. So I want to tell those guys and everybody that, that they're connected to and everybody out there on that coast, stay safe. Don't be dumb. You know, make your preparations as needed. Evacuate as needed. Don't try and stay when this thing is supposed to be a monster of a storm. So Um, Hope you guys stay safe. And on that note, let's go ahead and get episode 61 on the road. All right, guys. So the first topic that I want to cover is some WNBA action. I mentioned it last week where uh, the two semifinals games were going to happen that night. And the Seattle Storm and the Washington Mystics ended up going on to the WNBA Finals. And since the last episode last Wednesday, the Seattle Storm have beaten the Washington Mystics two games to zero. Um, pretty, It seemed like it was a pretty easy job for them. And right now, the Seattle Storm is leading the Washington Mystics at halftime 46-30. to 30. So the Mystics have... Have to come back 16 points in the second half to try and beat uh, this Seattle Storm team. Hopefully they can make it happen. You you obviously want like a, a championship series to be a close one, um, where they do only play five games. There's, this game is pretty much this is it. If the Seattle Storm win, they're champions. So we just if you want to pay attention to that, it's uh I guess it's on YouTube or ESPN two. If you have ESPN two, tune into that right now. You don't have to watch my show. Heck, go watch the WNBA Finals elimination games. That's some exciting stuff. And that's pretty much all I've got for the Seattle Storm and the Washington Mystics. Micah and I had an interesting conversation about that last week. Um, It got a little bit weird. Feel free to go check out episode 60. It's on the website, uh, abstractsports.com. And on to just a little bit of NBA stuff. I mean, the NBA season starts in about a month and four days. And man, I cannot tell you how excited I am. I I have reserved an Airbnb in Salt Lake City to go to a game in January. Um, that's one thing that I, I know that's related to uh, Seattle games. I mean, the Seattle games. What am I talking about? Related to the NBA. Uh, I'm really looking forward to that. It's obviously like four months out, but it's all reserved. It's in the books and... I'm giddy about it, man. I'm not going to lie. But beyond that, beyond the actual NBA, there is some other stuff that came out last week that I mentioned in the previous episode. NBA 2K19 hit the markets. Um, it came out, like, people if people pre-ordered it. They get the game four days before anybody who didn't pre-order it, um, before it actually comes out in stores. And I was one of those people. And, man, I can tell you that this game, 2K19, it looks and feels a lot different from the last couple of of episode, or of or uh, games that came out of the franchise. The last two games were very similar in terms of the user interface and just kind of how you navigate through things. This one is very different. And like the neighborhood thing that they came out with last year, that was really cool because it's sort of like a, a GTA setup where you can run around the neighborhood and you go do certain events in the in the neighborhood. If you want to get your hair cut, you got to go to the barber. You don't actually just go to your menu and change your haircut. So uh, it's a really interesting concept. It's sort of like a virtual reality type of deal. And the whole fact that you can scan your face into the game, it makes it really feel like you're a part of this weird little virtual community. Um, you know, you can play, like, street ball games. You can go do any up games where you can actually wage your money against people. That's pretty sweet, um, especially when the currency you're playing with is transferred into well it's not transferred into money it's money transferred into virtual currency for the game so if you don't want to spend money on the game by all means when you do earn it in game go and uh, ante up and play against the people to win some more but it's always really hard because you got to have a team where you can actually party up and communicate with each other otherwise it's really hard to beat some teams on there you got to communicate with your teammates and uh if you're not doing that it's there's a lot of confusion usually I wanted to give a quick review of the game on what I think so far. Uh, like I said, I think the user interface is extremely different. I think that's good for uh, good for them. It's their 20th anniversary edition, and so it makes sense for them to do something totally different. The, the cover of the game is sweet. It's got uh, LeBron James on it with some gold print in the background that says little things about him and stuff. And uh, it's sort of gone viral in the NBA 2K community of people making their own versions of that. Um, I should probably get on that, but uh, I feel like that's a lot more work than it's worth for me. I have too many other things going on right now, guys. I'm not gonna lie. But the two main modes that I think that I play the most, and I feel like most people play the most, is my career and my team. So my career is kind of like the the thing where you scan your face and you create your character, you go play through, you get, you know, you get signed to a team, and you go play through a regular season. But then you can go run around that neighborhood like I was mentioning and play street ball games against each other that are three on three, five on five, and even two on two. Um, two on two is kind of tough because it's uh, make it take it. So if you make a you make a shot, you get the ball back. So if you're on the other other end of that where they're making shots and you can't stop them, you could lose twenty one to zip. <laughs> it's pretty easy uh, going up against somebody who's just better than you in terms of overall ranking. Uh, the thing about the my career is that you're you're trying to progress to 99 overall and like right now i you know when i pre-ordered the game it came with some extra currency i was able to get my guy up to like 75 overall from like a 60 which is pretty pretty big bump uh but i spent quite a bit of time on sunday uh playing the game and progressing my character i got him up to an 80 overall and that's that's uh, actually a lot of playing uh, I was doing other things while I was doing that. Don't get me wrong. I was doing chores. My wife's not mad at me or anything. Keltron's not upset. Um, but I did get some good time in, and I still am getting time in, in between projects and uh, working on stuff. So don't act like I'm not being productive out of work, guys. Jeez, I'm like, I'm like defending myself. It's probably more incriminating than anything, right? Uh, <laughs> uh, one thing in my career is you can go spin a wheel for free every day. And it's just like a normal, you know, you spin a wheel, you win something. You can win anything from like 10,000 fans for your My Career guy, which is actually pretty helpful in getting endorsements and stuff like that. You can get like Gatorade endorsements and Nike endorsements and whatnot. It helps you progress the endorsement scale. Um, or you can get tokens for like My Team. That's another uh, mode I'll be talking about here in a second. Uh, or you can also win some VC on a free spin every day. Uh, Like 2,500 VC, which is equivalent to probably like five or ten bucks. So, pretty worth it if you go and spin it every day. The funny thing though is that because it is a free spin, you go into that space to use the the free spin thing, and there's like 20 people there trying to just like spamming the X button, trying to get a spot so that they can spin the wheel. Like people, you you give people stuff for free, and they will they will come. And it's it's kind of chaotic. There's like guys just running through each other and. Oh man, like the game doesn't work right because there's so many people there. Um, but yeah, so the My Career is really cool. I think it's done really well. You can skip through a lot of the cutscenes, uh, making it easier for you to progress quicker. You don't have to listen to all the fluff and all the garbage. You can just get right to it, uh, which I've been doing. I'm like, I don't care about the storyline. Just get me through this so that I can get some more VC and progress my player. Um the other mode I want to talk about is my team. So my team is actually a really cool concept. When they came out with this a few years back, I was really, really heavy into this mode because there's so much you can do, and it helps you under, helps you learn the other players if you don't know who they are. Uh, basically, this mode it's similar to Madden Ultimate Team if you're a Madden player, uh, but basically you get packs of cards where you know, you know, you play the, you play the different game modes they have within there. And you can earn a different kind of currency. This is called MT for My Team Points. Um, And you can buy these card packs in the game. You open them so that that thrill of like, you know, back in the day when you were a kid and you would open a pack of cards and you would just hope for a rare one, like a rookie Michael Jordan card or like a rookie Eric Dickerson card, something like that. Um, Or, heck, Pokemon. You're hoping for a holographic Blastoise, which I did pull one time. IRL. That was so cool. Um, but anyway, my team is kind of like that, but it's all virtual. So you open these cards of these card packs and you build your best team out of all the players you collect in these packs and you can compete against people online. Um, you can play like, uh, you do schedule challenges where you play, uh, as a certain team and you play through their entire schedule, uh, for like 15 games or something like that. So they have like Weekly challenges where you can you do like five challenges a week and you get um, currency for it and you get uh, other rewards if you complete all of them. Uh, but then they have like moments challenges. So say a player has a really good game in the NBA this coming season. Maybe they'll have a, mom- a moments challenge where you have to try and uh, make that situation happen again in game or beat the person who had a good game in real life. So like say LeBron went off for 60 points against the jazz when I go to the game in, in January. After that game, they'd probably have a moments challenge of like put up 30 points against the Jazz because 60 is kind of hard to do in the time they give you. Uh, But anyway, you're always trying to build your card collection and play against people online. Uh, There's other modes like that. But uh, the cool thing about my team is they're always giving out locker codes for you to put in and try to get free cards. The way they've done it in the past is they would just like... You know, put a code out there, and the first person to get it would win, and get would get the card. Or the first 1,000 of those redeemed, those people would get it. But this year they're making it more of like a crapshoot where everybody has the same chance of getting the card or getting the reward that they're giving out for that certain uh, locker code. So basically, you you put in the locker code, and it pulls up like a a plinko board, and you have this ball that that goes back and forth across the top, and you hit X to drop it where you want it. So it, it automatically moves. You don't get to pick and choose where it lands. It just kind of goes back and forth like a metronome. And you hit X where you want it to drop, and you just got to hope that you got the right spot. And down below at the bottom, there's like 10 different rewards you can get. Um, so obviously, you're wanting to aim for the one that you want the most. Drop it in that area, and you see what you get. Uh, for example, I put in a locker code just yesterday, and it was for a a pack of cards it was like a, a heat check pack of cards or something uh with some pretty rare people that you can pull out of those packs and there were only four card packs out of the 10 slots and so the best thing you can do is drop it where the most packs are and hope that it falls in one of them uh, but mine ended up going all the way over to the middle and just missing everything and it just evaporates and it's like you you didn't win you suck and so you go on with your life <laughs> So I think the, the coolest thing about my team is that it is like they they tout themselves, you know, NBA 2K, they, they say that this is the one mode you can't beat. You can never beat my team because for one, you have to collect all the players. That's one challenge. Then you have to, you know, complete all the challenges they give you. If you miss one, you're always going to be incomplete. Um, and in order to get certain rewards, you have to collect other rewards. It's just a, a compiling thing. And it's a time, if you want to kill time, play a bunch of my team. Uh, It's really fun, but honestly, I'd rather like build my guy up in my career and get him up to a 99, which I've never done. I've only ever got my guy to like an 88 before. So maybe this is the year. I got an early enough start and I'm still feeling good about it, but we will see. That was probably a little bit too much about NBA 2K19 for most of you but I feel like there are some people out there who are uh, curious about it and uh, they don't really realize how deep the game is and how, how it helps you connect with real life. Um, I think my, te- my team does a really good job of uh, educating people on what the teams are, who was on those teams, uh, how good those players are. So if you're not, not huge into like, basketball trivia um, or like you don't know much about the NBA in terms of like, teams and players, My team would be a good mode for you. If you uh, are savvy with the game and you want to play with, uh, you know, you want to try to compete with people, I think my career is probably the way to go. Um, NBA 2K League, the guys that that play that game, that's all based off of my career. Uh, So that's why a lot of people are grinding the my career mode this year uh, as opposed to other things. There is a, a, a GM, my GM mode where you can control a team. And I know that a lot of pro players will do that. Because it's more intriguing to them to manage a team instead of keep playing, you know, play a game and waste so much time. You make more strategic decisions about a franchise, um, which is probably more enticing as a as a player. But that pretty much does it for the NBA 2K segment. I think I covered everything I wanted to cover there. Uh, if you want to support the podcast in other ways rather than being just a reader, listener, or viewer, um, I encourage you to go over to anchor.fm slash Abstract Sports. You can make a monthly donation there uh, via the support this podcast button that you see. It's a bright purple button. You can't miss it. It gives you increments to donate: one dollar a month, five dollars a month, or ten dollars a month. Honestly, anything that you give is greatly appreciated. The way that I like to look at it is, you know, one dollar a month is only four gumballs. Five dollars a month is one Starbucks coffee or a beer, depending on on what you do. And ten dollars a month yeah, that's, that's kind of a lot of money. Like, (laughs) like I don't expect anybody to to do the $10 level. Uh, but you know, just try to compare it to something and make, and justify it for yourself. I'm not going to make you give 10 bucks. That's a pretty, pretty big amount of money monthly, but you can also make a one-time donation. If you just go to abstract slash support, Uh, there's a little PayPal button there that you can uh, donate any amount that you want. Just one time And uh, your money helps keep the website online. It's our hub where all of our content, all of our information lives. And uh, we'd like to keep it there for eternity. So uh, if you donate, it helps us keep everything alive and it motivates us to keep on putting out great, great content for everybody out there who enjoys listening, reading, or viewing. All right, back to the show. Moving on to some football action. We're going to start off with a little bit of NCAA information. Uh, uh, the Vandals did not get their butt beat this week. They actually beat somebody else's butt pretty good. Uh, they played – oh, geez, who did they play? It was – it's right here in front of me. What am I doing? Idaho Vandals beat Western New Mexico State Mustangs 56-10. And the funny thing about this matchup is that the the team we were playing – Didn't even have a logo on ESPN. That's how well-known they are. This is FCS for you. Uh, That that just shows how well people know that league. They they don't even have logos on ESPN. That's pretty bad. Um, But NCAA content is going to be quick this week. Vandals do have a bye this week. So for you Vandal fans out there, don't be expecting to catch a Vandal game this Saturday. But you can catch them back in action on Friday, September 21st at UC Davis. I actually find it weird it's on a Friday. Uh, maybe that's incorrect because they don't know how to keep track of FCS information. But that's what it said on ESPN, so I'm going with that. But on to the NFL, I want to do some quick week one recap stuff and then look at the schedule for week two to uh, uh, see what we, what we can expect tomorrow for the Thursday game and also Sunday and Monday. And you know what? I actually have a different view for this. But I need to open another tab here. Let me do this and go to scores. I'm probably going to be chopping a lot of this out. I'm like all over the place. Uh, that's not what I clicked on, you big dumb dumb. Scores. Holy cow. And I don't want week two. I want week one. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to switch over to this view here. Don't you dare play audio on me. I will hurt you. Also, if you're hearing some sounds coming through the microphone that sound like cars going by or perhaps live music, that's because you are. Uh, Tonight is the last night of the Alive After Five series here in Idaho Falls, Idaho. And down here at this intersection, there are people getting rowdy. There are people getting loud. And there's cars driving by. And there's motorcycles. And there's music. It's a lot. It's a lot to happen right now. And if you hear that, just know that's what it is. All right, moving on to my awesome little screen capture. That's a funny little picture there of this guy. Ty- I think that's Tyreek Hill. Guy, uh, according to Micah, he, told- he said that he touched the ball twice and he scored twice. Uh, that's pretty darn efficient. Uh, but I'm, I'm here for the scores. Uh, Michael says on Facebook, Vandals scored a lot in the fourth quarter. Yes, sir, they did. It was balls. All right, so looking back at week one, the Thursday games, we had the Battle of the Birds, the Falcons, at the Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles ended up winning that one, 18-12. It was actually a pretty good game. Uh, and then you had the – that was the only game on Thursday. <laughs> I thought there were two for some reason. Maybe i am I'm confused. I thought there were two games on Thursday night. Apparently not. My days are all smushed together, man. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so, Michael, he's a Titans fan, and unfortunate for him – Delaney Walker is out for the season with a broken ankle. Uh, I heard that he may have had some ligament damage. He is an older guy, too, in the league. Micah, uh, Micah Rowe, if he was on the episode last week, he thinks that that just might be the end of his career. Hopefully that's not the case. I mean, Delaney Walker has been uh, eh, he's been good in the past, but he hasn't been super productive the last couple of years. Uh, Titans lost to the Dolphins 27-20. And then, let's see, what other cool stories were going on? I mean, the Niners-Vikings game, I don't really know anything that was too exciting about that. Uh, Stephon Diggs caught a pretty big touchdown. Uh, Patriots and Texans. Uh, Tom Brady did some stuff, and they won. <laughs> I'm not really remembering too much about that. But the Buccaneers and the Saints, holy cow, this was a shootout. 48-40. to Fitzpatrick, Patrick, excuse me, <coughs> Fitz magic happened on Sunday. Holy cow. That guy was insane. Him and his beard chucking the ball down the field. People catching the ball. Mike Evans had a really big game. Um, ended up beating the Saints, but the Saints tried to come back. They were only down by eight with like two and a half minutes to go because Drew Brees, you know how he does it. He's he's a huck he's a chuck him football guy too. He throws the ball down the field. People make catches. They score really fast. They put up a lot of yards and a lot of points, uh, which is what happened. But it just wasn't enough to stop the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. My buddy Mike, who happens to be our bowling league commissioner. Oh, that's something I should probably mention in the stream too. Uh, he is a big Bucks fan. So he was all at our bowling meeting this just a couple days ago. He was just like talking up the Bucks. He's like, yeah, man, <laughs> the Bucks are going to be the, the greatest. I'm like, oh, sh- no. They're not. Sorry, bro. <laughs> and then you have the Jaguars, Giants. Jags have a good defense this year once again, shutting down Eli and the Giants with uh, Sa- Saquon Barkley. And then you got the Bengals and Colts. Andrew Luck had a decent game, but the Bengals just uh, somehow did better. You have the Steelers and Browns. Breaking news, Cleveland Browns are no longer defeated. They're also no longer winless no, they are winless. They're just winless. That's, what, that's how you describe them. They're winless, but they're not defeated because they tied with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Came down to a field goal kick at the end of overtime, and the Steelers blocked it. Therefore, making it a tie game at 21. So that's something for them to cheer about. That's already better than... Uh, according to ESPN, they put a stat up on their ticker at the bottom of the screen that said... Cleveland Browns have best start since 2004. And in parentheses, it shows their record (laughs) 0-0-1. So it's been about 15 years, 14, 15 years since they've won uh, an opening game. (laughs) That's what that means. But you can see here that the Ravens destroyed the Bills. Holy cow. That is wow. Just Wow. (laughs) uh that's the one of the games i didn't even watch chiefs chargers i didn't watch that one either uh redskins cardinals i had the redskins defense they did pretty good for me panthers cowboys i did see that uh that uh cam newton is supposed to be one of the he's the number one projected quarterback for ppr leagues this coming week so if you have him you might want to play him but he does also have christian mccaffrey who uh catches a lot of passes out of the backfield also gets a lot of handoffs Um, pretty versatile dude. So those two guys are in the top five, I think for next week, the Seahawks Broncos game. That was a pretty big one for this area because if you're not a Broncos fan in Idaho falls, you're a Seahawks fan. And that one came down to the wire too. Broncos ended up getting the win. 27, 24 bears Packers, a classic rivalry. Oh my gosh. My friend, Charlie, you guys know, Charlie He's written some articles for the blog before, uh, He's stoked to have Khalil Mack on his team and Khalil Mack was putting the smack down on Aaron Rodgers and the entire offense for the Bears. Holy cow. But we all know what happened. The Bears were up 20 to nothing at the half. Aaron Rodgers was carted back to the locker room and the only time something like this has ever happened is when Larry Bird did it. He got hurt and he got he got taken back to the locker room in a wheelchair. It was probably all just pretend. It was all staged because just like uh, Larry Bird, Aaron Rodgers comes out just slinging, slinging the football for touchdowns, like long balls, everything. And he was on the money. He only had one leg. He was like not even like putting weight on one of his legs. He's just like throwing the ball flat footed. Like, you know, like shooting a, a shot, a basketball shot flat footed, right? That's pretty tough. Uh, from the free throw line, maybe it's not that hard. But you step back to the, the half court line, that's pretty hard. Imagine doing that with a football and throwing it, like, 30, 40 yards as Aaron Rodgers on Sunday. My goodness. So, needless to say, since you see the screen, uh, Aaron Rodgers brought the Packers back to beat the Bears 24-23. to One of the better quarterback performances we'll see, uh, we have seen in recent years. Um, that one's going to be up there in the history books, that's for sure. But one other game that was just mind-blowing was the Jets at the Lions. The New York Jets, man. Sam Darnold, he did throw a pick six his very first pass in the NFL. Uh, And the storyline that's going around is, uh, you know what, Brett Favre also did that. And you know where he sits on the, the Hall of Fame scale. So with that being said, Sam Darnold did continue to ball out. Seven points in the first quarter. 10 in the second, 31 in the third. And from there, it was just so much of a blowout that they took it easy and just drained the clock out. Um, Matt Stafford threw four interceptions. He got banged up one of his own linemen, like kicked him in the knee, and it looked like a hyperextension that was not good. He got pulled out for a little bit. Uh, Matt Castle came in for a couple plays. Man, Matt Stafford's just not looking good this year, playing against the Jets and getting his butt whooped like that. He could not be productive at all. I saw an article that said that the Jets defense, they knew all of his signals and it was just easy to them to beat them because they knew all of his signals and all of his shifts. So there's that for you. But then you had the game with uh, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley for the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, They beat the Oakland Raiders 33 to 13. Derek Carr also had a pretty hard time. His tight end, Jared Cook was very productive um not a lot of leagues actually had him so as soon as the, this week was over i was out there trying to pick him up as a free agent i did have delaney walker in one of my leagues so i had to swap him out um i ended up getting jared cook taken right out from underneath me on the waivers however i did get uh disley the tight end for the seahawks he seemed like he was pretty productive for them and uh he might be more in the future He's definitely not a Jimmy Graham where they, they use him as block, a blocker. He's a catcher. All right, so that does it for week one recap. All right, now for a quick week two preview of the NFL. For week two, the Thursday night game going on tomorrow night, 820 Eastern time. You've got the Baltimore Ravens against the Cincinnati Bengals. And if you are here for the the – Week 1 recap, you'll see that the Ravens beat the crap out of the Buffalo Bills, 47-3. to Going back over here, the Bengals. Let's see what they did last week really quick. The Bengals, they beat the Indianapolis Colts, who had Andrew Luck back after his shoulder surgery. I found out he admitted that his shoulder was injured because he went snowboarding and he hurt himself. I feel like if you have a multi-million dollar contract, there's probably something in there that says... You can't do that. (laughs) Uh, You just don't do that. You're risking your career, bruh. Snowboarding is not an easy sport. You wreck. You can die. Seriously. What are you thinking? So, Bengals who got to win, Ravens got to win. This game is in Cincinnati. I don't know, man. I don't know who to go with in this one. Uh, But I think that the Bengals will win just out of youth. They have a lot of speedy offense, in my opinion. Uh, Flacco is a veteran. He's, he can chuck the ball. He's pretty precise, but I'm just gonna go with the Bengals. Okay, that's my my pick. Uh, you can see here their last uh, meetings were December 1st, 31st of 2017. Bengals won, and then September 10th of 2017, the the Ravens beat them 20 to zip, and then January 1st of 2017. Uh, wow, what? That's weird. Uh, the Bengals beat them 27 to 10. That is strange. According to the league rankings, uh, the Ravens are supposed to beat them pretty handily. But it's just weird that this is showing December 31st, September 10th, and then January 1st all in the same year. But it's not like in the right order. That's weird. (laughs) Anyway. So that game is 8.20 p.m. Eastern Time in Cincinnati. Some other matchups you can look forward to include uh, Panthers-Falcons, Colts-Redskins, Texans-Titans. I know that that's a division matchup there, something you might want to watch. Then you have the Buccaneers with Fitzmagic coming off of a hot, hot game going against the Birds. Then Eagles in Philadelphia. We'll see if they can do something against the Eagles at home. you got Chiefs-Steelers, Dolphins-Jets chargers bills vikings packers i think that's kind of a it's been a rivalry i think the packers vikings went at it in the playoffs several years back um we'll see if the browns can't get a win against the new orleans saints the saints at home that's gonna be a tough one drew Brees is he's a monster to deal with uh the lions who had a terrible game going against the niners cardinals rams patriots jaguars you got two really good defensive teams right there we'll see if they can't uh, Uh, put up any any yardage against those two defenses in their own regard. Raiders at Broncos, Giants at Cowboys, and then finally one Monday night game this week, uh, or next week I should say, Seahawks at Chicago Bears. We'll see what Khalil Mack can do to that extremely evasive Russell Wilson. Um, I mean, we we did see Khalil Mack put the hurt on Aaron Rodgers. He's not much of a mobile guy, though. Um, Then again, Who was the guy? Oh geez. Von Miller. This guy. Last week. This is insane. Let me go find this stat really fast. Seahawks at Broncos. Von Miller last year had only 10 sacks. And for being a you know a guy who won like defensive player of the year the year before, 10 sacks on a year is pretty darn terrible. I don't remember if he got hurt or what. But in the game against the Broncos, or in the game against the Seahawks, with Russell Wilson, who is an evasive guy, typically gets the ball out of his hands one way or another, he sacked him three times. He already has 33% of the sacks he had last year, and he forced a fumble, two forced fumbles. Pretty sure. Seahawks at Bears. You got another hard, strong defense against the Seahawks. I think the Bears get that win on Monday night. I don't know about you, but that's my feelings go back to live here. Hey, what do you know? We didn't have a mess up with the live stream. Coming back to the comments, Michael said uh could be a tougher game because of it being a divisional game. Yeah, divisional games are always always pretty difficult. I know the the Texans are are a, a team to beat in that division and where the Titans are Kind of hurting right now with a couple of missing players. Mariota got banged up a little bit. Hopefully they can come back strong against those Texans and get a win divisional in the divisional matchup. That would be nice. Got some good good games coming up this week in the NFL. Um, hopefully everybody's teams win. Uh, I don't have a team, but I'm rooting for all the people on my fantasy teams. Uh, I'm in four leagues this year, one on CBS, three on ESPN, one that was put together sort of last minute. Uh Two of the other ones on ESPN are both paid leagues, $20 buy-in, and I got a win against my boy, against your boy Clay. <laughs> sorry, Clay. Uh, he's the guy who's always commenting and watching our YouTube videos. Shout-out to him. Uh, man, I beat you, and I'm sorry, but thank you. <laughs> sorry for your loss. <laughs> uh, I love that line. That's a good one. And then in my other league, I was going against my my good friend Jacob. And last year I took extreme last. I took last in the league and you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty humble guy. I'm like, I'm also pretty competitive. So that hurt to take last in a league. I feel like I'm always on top of things. I'm changing my lineup. I'm getting new guys on waivers. It just didn't work out for me last year. I did have the number two pick. I took David Johnson. He got injured. So coming into this season, I uh, uh, really wanted to come out strong with the win, but he happens to have Tom Brady and, uh, Todd Gurley. No, Now Who did he have? Gosh, dang it. I have to go look at this. Oh, so Jacob had Tom Brady, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Larry Fitzgerald, T.Y. Hilton, Greg Olson, who is injured and out, uh, Duke Johnson Jr., Michael Crabtree, Broncos defense and Greg Zerline. I, after the, the Lions jets game, I was beating him by 2.9 points and he had Greg Zerline left to play. Holy crap. He, all he has to do is kick a field goal and make it, and he wins. Well, he, he kicks an extra point, makes it, so now I'm only up by 1.9. And then he misses a, a field goal within 30 yards, so it's, he loses a point. So I'm back up 2.9, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. Hopefully he'll miss more because he's having a bad night. And then he scored 16 points and beat me. <laughs> uh, that's kind of how that went, but I felt pretty good. Uh, Going against a team like that and uh, hanging with them there for a little bit. So, not too shabby. That does it for the week two NFL preview and for episode 61 of the Abstract Sports Podcast. Um, One thing I will mention, I do start bowling this Friday. It is week one of bowling and I'm, I'm going in with a plan. I'll tell you this. It's a little bit personal, but Keltron and I started a pretty strict budget. So what that means is I can't eat out nearly as much as I normally do. I also can't drink beer nearly as much as I normally do. <laughs> and when I, when I say that, I don't mean like I get plastered every Friday I go bowling because that's not the case. These guys in the chat can tell you that. Um, you know, I have a few beers, but I'm good. But that's not going to happen anymore. So hopefully that will affect my scores from my first year to my second year, my average dropped like 14 pins, and that'll mean it's this coming year it'll be good for me in the state and and uh, city tournaments and stuff because my average is lower. But hopefully, I can get my average back up and figure out how to how to bowl again. So Friday, that is the beginning of year three of a bowling league for me. I believe that's year three. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. Once again, I want to say thank you to everybody who showed up in the stream. Shout out to Michael and Andy. Uh, Thanks to uh, Clay for uh, keeping up on the podcast on YouTube. I appreciate you, man. Uh, Feel free to, if you haven't already, follow and subscribe on any of our socials that you use regularly. We're on uh, uh, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Those are our four main ones. But also check out the website every once in a while, abstractsports.com. Always got new articles going up. The podcast goes on there, too. And it uh, gives you a fun way to navigate through each episode one at a time. So please go ahead and do that. Also hit hit the anchor.fm slash abstractsports. And if you're feeling generous and you want to make a monthly donation, you can do that there. I'd appreciate you. Or go to abstractsports.com support and uh, give me five bucks. And maybe that will help me uh, have a beer on Friday night while I'm bowling. I'll tell you what. Maybe that's what I'll use it for. I'll send you a picture of it too and I'll tag you in it. I'll shout you out. Man. I won't get you any followers though. Cause my following is not that big, but Hey, I'll show my appreciation for you. But that does it all for me. That is the end of episode 61 of the abstract sports podcast. I will probably be catching you guys next Wednesday. I don't think there's anything getting in the way of my schedule. So look forward to episode 62 then. And until next time, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. If you're in the path of hurricane Florence, uh, you guys are all uh, all great. So thanks for following, thanks for watching. We'll see you next Wednesday. Peace, guys.